0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Heritage here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a bit of a weekday for our markets today, saw it in some of our sectors as well. But we saw some high points as well, some pretty bullish things out there. So it wasn't all bad today. But I'll get to that here more in a second, because there was certainly a lot of fear mongering out there today, mostly from market watchers, more so even the mainstream media. The mainstream media has really just chosen to take a less direct route of covering this, just covering the bare minimum that they can on some of these issues. Uh, But just a few of those headlines today, as you probably saw, the gas pipeline story continues to break the cyber attack that happened on the largest pipeline here in the U.S., gas shortages starting in the the northeast gas prices still remaining on the rise even though actually saw a few pieces today that the media is trying to deny that these shortages are even happening but you've probably seen the videos out there of these lines uh and you know maybe some of it is like the run on toilet paper last year where people are might be hoarding a little bit um so hopefully We'd love to see this turn out to be a non-issue, but something that's certainly affecting the oil and gas industry today. Uh, Then we also seeing bombings in Israel now, something we didn't see under the past administration. The border crisis continuing. And really, there's one common denominator for all of these factors, and that is the government. Everything so far that this administration has touched, the Biden administration, has really turned to shit so far. I mean, there's really, I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. It's what has happened. And I wasn't even going to cover this today, but I want to get a quick little side note in here. Is this, this pretty much sums up what we're seeing from government incompetence right now. In California, Governor Newsom, who may not even be there that much longer after the recall, but today he proposed a $12 billion plan to end homelessness in California within the next five years. Well, of course, that sounds great. We all know homelessness has been a major problem in California. Talking to my friends in LA, talking to my friends in San Francisco, it is a serious problem there. There are roughly 161,000 homeless people in California right now. Well, If you go and just do a quick, real simple math, $12 billion split equally among 161,000 people, folks, that's over $74,000 per person. Well, I mean, that sounds like enough money right there to get a lot of these people off the street. It's a lot more than most of them would make in a year at whatever the minimum wage in California is now. So where is that money going to go? We all know the answer. The the money goes to special interest groups and in all reality, they could probably pass this bill and still see homelessness rise in California. I just, it's sickening. Really. When you think about how much money has been spent in the trillions of dollars in stimulus, and we still have a homeless issue, homeless. um, uh, The fact that we even have homelessness here in the United States really should aggravate a lot of people with that kind of stimulus going around But really drives home the point, and the reason why I even brought it up today, that government incompetence is the real pandemic plaguing our country right now. People love to talk about coronavirus and how it destroyed our economy. Well, it didn't destroy our economy. Government mandated lockdowns destroyed our economy. That is the one central factor here that has affected everything, and they love to keep the population distracted and divided as much as they can, so we don't talk about those real issues. But to bring the point all home here, that doesn't mean that our market can't keep heading higher. And we do remain extremely bullish here. As a matter of fact, it might be one of the reasons why our market does keep heading higher. We're working on a new special report right now. We're calling it the big bribe. And that's really what this is, between stimulus checks and a rising stock market, Money has a way of soothing people. It has a a way of keeping them asleep. As long as their 401k is looking good, they have money in their bank account, well, they're less likely to complain about some of these issues out there. So regardless of how you feel about that, our job here is to make you money. And so that's where we're going to stay laser focused on. And we see pullbacks like today's as Extreme buying opportunities. Even if our market doesn't hit higher tomorrow, we're gonna to continue adding to our positions, folks. We're we just hit all-time highs yesterday in some of our biggest sectors: the Dow Jones Industrials, transports, financials, healthcare, a number of other sectors. As we say here often, new highs begets new highs. So our view here remains unchanged we're just in the second year of a new bull market which on average bull markets last at least five years so that's how we're going to continue to play this here this recent pullback which it's tough to even say a pullback when you're so close to all-time highs still but we have seen bullish sentiment fall quickly it'll be really interesting to see what the AAII survey looks like this week but The live reading, the fear and greed index is now below a 50, which is at a 47, which is a neutral. Just incredible to see when you have so many sectors hitting all-time highs. Hedge funds have now also gone heavily short. Big tech here. As we know, hedge funds consistently underperform the market. So we see that as a prime opportunity to get a short squeeze here as well. And then as we've been discussing here, and we've really been discussing this since March of last year. The recent weakness that we're seeing, whether it's the jobs report in our market, has really set up probably our most consistent repeating pattern in the market since the onslaught of coronavirus. And that is that the even the earliest hints at market weakness or the jobs report, whatever it may be, has been used as motivation for Congress to pass additional rounds of stimulus. No one's asking for more stimulus when the markets are at all-time highs. If we had gotten a jobs report on Friday of a million plus, no one would be saying, yeah, now's the time to be adding more to our deficit. Well, that's not what we got. We got a weaker-than-expected jobs report. We have seen a little bit of weakness. Tech especially has been weaker over the last few weeks. So, this actually helps Congress continue to add to these just ungodly levels of spending. It makes them seem justified. And so now on the table here, we have an additional roughly $4 trillion in fresh stimulus to be added to the system on top of the 22 trillion in fiscal and monetary policy globally right now. That's already been added. And now we're past the major bulk of Q1 earnings season. We do still have some exciting earnings releases this week, but really The biggest names are behind us now. So this is almost the perfect time for Congress to act ahead of what's going to be an incredible Q2 earnings, and our markets are going to be back off to the races. This is To to use the term again, we've been using a lot here lately, it's a Goldilocks type of environment where our government can continue to add to stimulus. Our economy is improving, uh, despite everything you might be seeing out there. And we think that adds fuel to the fire here for this bull market that we see. But looking at our markets on the day, we did finish negative here across the board. But we saw a little bit of of something we haven't seen that much lately. And that is that the Nasdaq and the Semis led. The semis actually finished higher on the day, just up two-tenths of 1%, but great to see on a day like today where we had so much of the market heading lower. We were led by the NASDAQ, if you want to call it that, down 0.09% to 13389 We were followed there by the Russell 2000, down 0.26% to 2206 Next up was the S&P 500, down 0.87% to 4,152. And lastly, the Dow, our biggest loser on the day, down 1.36% to 34,269. Looking at our internals on the day, we did see negative readings here, but there was one bright spot I'll get to here at the end. Declining stocks, beating out advancing Roughly three to one negative on the NYSE, but better than two to one negative on the NASDAQ. New 52 week highs to lows did come in negative across the board here. Uh, first time that we've seen that in a while, but I do want to point out yesterday the NYSE stocks hitting new 52 week highs hit an all time high. So, on top of all the all time highs that I talked about earlier, seeing This internal sector hitting all-time highs as well is very bullish for us here. As we say here often, new highs begets new highs. And then lastly, volume coming in negative for the NYSE, but it was our one bright spot on the day, came in positive for the NASDAQ on the day today. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with 10 out of our 11 sectors negative on the day. Materials was our one sector higher. Didn't quite get back to yesterday's all-time high, but still, I mean, we're right there, folks. Not a time to be bearish when you're this close to all-time highs. And then our laggards on the day, energy stocks uh, getting beat up, followed by financials, industrials, and utilities. And lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold, now higher on the day, just slightly, up 0.06% to 1,838 an ounce. Silver, up a nice Just over 1% to $27.77 an ounce. That's right at its highest level since the end of February. This is another group, really, all of our commodities here, we've remained extremely bullish on. Copper also holding near an all time high today, up 1.68% to $4.79 a pound. And oil up 8 tenths of 1% to $65.44 a barrel. Lastly, here for today, Bitcoin now up as well 1.57% to 56,681 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.